Sound good? All right. Now, today, oh, I have some bad news. So today is going to be a bit different, and it requires sitting on the edge of the stage. Um, my mom has some health issues, and those health issues uh, require, not require, um, those health issues have made us decide to relocate to Ohio for a season. And, um, and so I want to talk about that today. And uh, Vox has been in existence for 14 months, and according to standard church planning wisdom, the departure of such an incredible person such as I, as the founder, should devastate the community utterly and should close the doors and we should be done. However, um, I am um, not convinced at all that that is who this community is. So if you would indulge me for 15 minutes, I want to explain the mom thing, I want to explain our decision-making process, and I want to explain the future of Vox. If you're new, you're already thinking, okay, well, I'm glad I got to fall back somewhere else. Totally understood. Um, my dad died in 2007, and I know you're particularly interested in hearing this. Um, and he died in Ohio while I was out here. And I, I, he had a bladder cancer, and um, I did not understand how cancer worked. They took his bladder out, I flew back for that, came back out, he said he was getting worse, flew back for that, and then I had to come back and teach at Biola and teach a sermon. And while I did that, my dad died. I was driving down to uh, speak at somewhere when I got the phone call, my dad died. And I have regretted so much the way I handled that. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know why I didn't park myself next to him and soak in every moment. I have no idea why I let other things be more important than that. And it just has always haunted me. This year has been a rough one for my family and I. Um, gone through some health stuff myself, which has been uh, unpleasant. But we got news that my mom um, is sick too. And initially it was um, a slow-acting blood cancer that she was diagnosed with. Um, we, we've since had some conflicting blood tests come back about that. All we know that her, her blood is thickening. And we're not sure why. And when she was out here last, she was, um, for her, she was greatly diminished. And two months ago, that began us wrestling with, well, what do you do? What do you do with that? Our, our initial thought was, let's move her out here, right? She hates California. She, hates, she has skin cancer issues, so she hates the sun. She hates the heat. So she wasn't open to that. Second thought was, well, let's wait a year. Because, uh, you know, she could be decades fine, or she could get leukemia tomorrow. We just don't know. Um, and uh, as we thought about it, our kids, my son is going into high school, my daughter is going into middle school, and Sefi is going into a new school, third grade. So they were all transitioning into new schools for the only time ever. And we thought, well, if we're going to traumatize our kids by moving to Ohio, best to do it when they're at that transitional point. 
So, um, it, it, it feels impulsive, although it, we've been living with it for two months, but that's still too quick to, to make such a decision. Um, it feels like, if you followed my career at all, it feels like, oh, of course, Mike Erie's leaving another church. This is what he does. He's a loser. The, the difference, if I could speak honestly, we're not, we're not recording this, <laughs> is I really wanted to leave the other churches. Like, I was ready. I wanted to be a senior pastor, so I left Rock Harbor. I thought I would be a senior pastor at Mariners. I was not. Evie Free was a very difficult tenure for us. I was ready to leave. We are not ready to leave, Fox. Um, and so we've decided we're not leaving, we're just relocating. And so if enough people choose to stay committed to this little movement we got going here, through the power of technology, uh, you're gonna be seeing my ugly face every week. And uh, I'm completely and utterly all in for still leading and teaching. Um, it seems to me we have three options. One, uh, we could shut the thing down. And to me, that's not failure. To me, what we've experienced and built here has been absolutely remarkable. And I got a text from a guy who was part of our launch team who moved to Texas. Nothing against Texas at all, but he said, I was good with the move until we went to church. I feel like I've been ruined. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's something. See, I, I kind of feel like this little thing we got going is indestructible. The form it takes is totally destructible. But the values it represents and what it's done to some of us who have been a part of it can't be reversed. So one option is to shut the thing down. And, and that's an option. I mean, guys, if, if we lose 50% of what people give, we're, we're done in two months anyway, even if people keep coming. So, I mean, we're, we're that tight. So it, it could literally be two months out, we're, we're done. Another option is that we, we reformat it. And we move away from Sunday mornings and form into house churches. Or another option is that we give it our best shot. And because some of you have with a straight face looked at me and said, hey, we're not here because of you, Mike. We're here because of something else that's going on. Yeah, you said that just, what, a couple weeks ago, last week? She's like, the reason I didn't come is I didn't want to be accused of following you. So guess what? Now you get to prove it. Um, I, had, I had thoughts written out, but those don't seem fitting. My family and I are scared to death and we're devastated. I don't have a job. Uh, I'm going to cut my salary uh, at Vox dramatically. So that'll free up, you know, several hundred thousand dollars uh, for the church. We'll, we'll, we'll return the company Mercedes. And, uh, um, <laughs> but literally, Here's who I know in Columbus right now, my mom and one other person. And so we're getting a house sight unseen, and because the kids have to be in school this year, we're just, we're just jumping. We don't even know exactly what the house is going to look like that we're going to walk into. There's 19 pictures on, online if you're interested to seeing what a Midwestern boring house looks like. 
So one option is close it, one option reformat it, one option keep going. The Vox team and I got together Tuesday when I said, all right, guys, this is the big one. What do you guys think we should do? And they were universal, like, and unanimous in you should go. And, and, I, and I was sharing with them all the doubts, all the questions people had been asking. And they were like, no, you, know, you really need to go. And, and one of their arguments was, if somebody, if somebody was in that position asking your advice, what would you tell them to do? I'd, I'd tell them to go in a heartbeat. God will take care of them. You are that man. So, um, so we're going to go, and it's unfortunately got to be pretty quick to get the kids in school. What does that mean for Vox? If you're new, I'm so sorry this is the day you're coming. Ah, kills me. Um, our plan is this. Before this was even on the radar, we planned to do a couple of things. Number one, we planned to move back to one service to save money. And um, because we, we average about 400 people on a weekend, the seat's 600 people. And we're like, all right, let's go to, let's go to one service. Uh, we'll go to one gym. That'll save us some money. We were planning on doing that anyway, so we're going to still do that. I had lined up for us a series of guest teachers for the next six weeks because I had been grinding at this for almost two years and needed a break. And so next week is a guy named Ronnie who's taught here before. Week after is a guy named Tim Muehlhoff. Um, smattering. Ronnie, zero, Tim Muehlhoff, <laughs> better. Uh, Carrie, who's taught with us, is the week after. Um, and then uh, two Ronnies, another Muehlhoff, and another Carrie. Now, I want to be really clear. If teaching is a big value for you, churches have been built on far less than those gifted uh, men and women. Then what our thought is, is that I would begin to rotate in as part of the teaching rotation. And that means at, if let's say we have a 10 o'clock service, at 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, I will sit down in this shirt and in boxers that you cannot see <laughs> below the table. And um, I will do Q&A to start the service every week, and then I will teach regularly uh, as we go through the Sermon on the Mount. Now, we never want to be a video venue, and so we're gonna, I'll be part of a rotation. But I need you to know my wife and I are totally committed. We're still going to meet Tuesdays with the team via Skype. We still are going to lead uh, the church. We're still going to teach the church. We're still going to podcast. In fact, one of the ideas we have is reformatting table fellowships so that become more podcast-oriented. We do a unique podcast for them, um, and that the table fellowships become regular. You, keep, you go to the same ones over and over again. They become curated around content. The team we were just talking to just said, hey, we feel like there's something worth fighting for here. And um, we realize if you just came here because you're a Mike fan, this is devastating and you'll probably leave. There are a crew of us, however, who believe there's something bigger that's happening in terms of safe to belong and investing in the next generation and making it safe to talk about anything. And um, for those of us, you know, we think what will happen is attendance will decrease, but then it will run into this core, this bedrock of community in our, in our church. And, and it will stop 
and it'll increase. I just think there's something beautiful here, and I think the thing that God was whispering this morning is Vox is indestructible. Now, the forms could change. We might need to move out of the pack if we can't afford it. This is the pack, by the way. Uh, you may get sick of seeing me via Skype every Sunday morning and say, hey, we'd like somebody, let's hire somebody else who's better looking. Um, all of those are legitimate options, but the big thing you need to know is this. Um, as far as I'm concerned, my role hasn't changed. It's just now we need technology to make it happen. And because the church has been built via a podcast, we feel like if there's any group of people open to that idea, it's going to be us. So um, I want to give you the opportunity uh, to ask any question you'd like um, or, or to make a statement if you'd like. Um, normally we text these in, but I got 12 minutes of sermon time. Um, oh, it, yeah, 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 let's do that first, and then I've got some Bible stuff for about five minutes. Just some Bible. Nothing bad. Any, anyone want to ask anything? Yes, sir? Yeah, so here's the idea. Andy Bear, who we love, is a technological genius. What we can do is we can Skype me in to do Q&A every week, even on the weeks I'm not teaching. So you would get me and Seth, or you would get me and Boxers, or you would get, and I would still do the questions. That's one of the favorite things that we do. He would set something up so that I could see you and make fun of you as you sleep. And, um, and we would do that for 10 minutes uh, at the beginning of, of almost every service. And then when I teach, if it, we want to do it live so that you could actually text in stuff as I'm teaching. If that doesn't work, we have the capability of, of pre-recording uh, stuff, which is not clearly our first choice. But if the teaching bit is important, I want to be a part of that rotation, and dang it, we're going to finish Sermon on the Mount if it kills us. Um, as long as we can afford it. So that's part of why we would go to one service is that would save us about $5,000 a month. It would be a 10 o'clock service, just like we started out with, you bet. And that's 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So I'll be missing football. What? There will be some snow. It's the, now, there are many things I'm not looking forward to. Because I know what Ohio is like. And there are, things, there are some things we're looking forward to. There are 140,000 college students within a five-mile radius of where we're moving to. Um, we think they're, they're a bunch of podcast listeners. So Vox OH could be a thing, but not at the expense of Vox OC. Great question. Anything else? Bring it. Return of the King. Just keep watching that over <laughs> and over. On the third day as the sun breaks from the east, look for me. And, and it could be a season, you know? Uh, it could be, she's great, we hate it, and we're back. I, I, I don't know. We just felt like we're, we're terrified to do this. 
because I have no idea. We, I have no job. We know just a couple people. And I mean, I have this job, but um, don't know how long this one is going to last. And so we're terrified. And yet, we feel like it's the right thing. So. Thank you. Anyone want to ask anything else? Or I imagine the text questions will be really interesting next week. Yes, sir. Exactly as you would imagine. Nate, do you want to, do you want to share or do you want me to answer? Come on up. This is big Nate going into high school. What do you, oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I am pretty Okay. This is so weird. <laughs> okay. One of those? Yeah, grab one of those. <laughs> grab that one. <laughs> I was just using it as an excuse to get close. Thank you for asking. I'll let Nate speak for Seth Erie. As long as there's a, a belt, a floppy, he's fine. Yeah, Seth doesn't really care. Well, anyway, um, I'm pretty scared, you know. I've got, I don't know anybody there. I'm going to high school too, so that's pretty scary. But the good thing is, is um, I'm going to get involved in like soccer and church and different stuff there, so I'm going to meet a lot of people. But um, yeah, it's, I've never really been to the place we've lived or we're going to. Um, I don't want to leave here. I don't want to leave everybody that I know because it's the only place that I know. And, I mean, I'm kind of excited too because um, Ohio State season tickets, so. <laughs> if we can afford them, yes. Yeah. Well, yes. I just want to be clear. It's not a guarantee. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm just, I'm excited, but that's like, 15% of me. I'm pretty much scared and I'm kind of sad too. But, you know, it's up to God now. It's not really up to us. We're just going to go there, see what he does. And um, if we hate it, then we can always come back. That's right. So, One of the thoughts we had is coming back and spending every July here while the kids are off school. Just to teach here, to see friends, to reconnect, and to fly back every now and again to teach live, so absolutely. I think Nate kind of speaks for all of us. We're all, we're all in that sad, primarily, terrified, secondarily, and tertiarity. We want to be a blessing to my mom. We want to, um, life in the Midwest is just really different, a lot slower, and we don't, we're interested to see how that is on anxiety and health and those sorts of things. So, thank you, buddy. Tertiary, what would you say? Well, tertiary, tertiary is the word, but I don't know how to make it an adverb. 
Oh. <laughs> Thirdly, yes. <laughs> yeah, tertiary, I know. Any other, any other questions, my brothers and sisters, before we do Bible and then go into communion? Yes, sir, way in the back. Oh my goodness, yes. So you're going to want to do that in the winter because it's gorgeous. Um, oh my word, yes. Yeah. See, I, I wish I could convey what we feel from the inside. From the inside, we feel like the only thing is changing is the location we're doing the same job that I have now. And the fact that we won't be present with you every week. Those are, those are terribly hard things for us. Um, but in terms of the community, oh my goodness, we're, we're all in. To, and whatever that means. If that means recording daily Vox podcasts for just you guys, if that means whatever, we're in for it. So I think the big decision is, are you? You know, because it's really, really easy in consumer church culture to you know, to, to not be committed to a group of people, but be committed rather to an event or to a gathering. And, um, and so I, I think it'll be, depending on why you're here, I think it'll be really hard for some. I think for others, like we were just talking as a team, and they're like, no, we're here. We're going to make it work. It's going to be fine. Go with our blessing. So, great question. And yes, yes, visits, yes. Yes. Now, now Teresa and Sherman have a place. Hello, Kelly. A couple more. Kelly's saying um, she wanted to publicly say that she's committed. She's one of our producers um, because this is the most special community she's been a part of. And we heard that from a couple of folks, just like, well, if it's not here, it's nowhere, so we're going to make it work. Uh, there was somebody in the back. Yes? Well, I, I, I missed it. Okay, that, man, thank you for asking that. One of the, thing, one of the things uh, Andy and David will probably do is give you just a financial update. And we've never wanted to do that, but we do want people to know what the reality of the situation is. And so if people stopped giving or we lost 50% of it, yeah, we'd be closed in two months. But thank you for asking. I mean, that's where it is right now, but that's, you know, Totally. Thank you. So yes, we'll, we'll be more vocal about it, even though we're uncomfortable doing that, just so that people can, I mean, you'll be voting that way. We can take a democratic vote and say, hey, what do you think we should do? But we'll know. <laughs> we'll know pretty quick. So any last before we go Bible? Thank you for your questions and your comments. I don't know what you're saying, Matt Williams, but I don't like it. I don't trust it. 
I think Matt was saying, I hear there's a great church down the road. <laughs> All right, so let me do a little Bible real quick. Paul planted a church in four weeks, and then he was forced by persecution to leave it. So let's put that story up on Acts. Just follow along up on the screen if you would. When Paul and his companions had passed through that particular city, and Apollonia, which was one of Prince's girlfriends, I think, um, they came to Thessalonica, where there was a Jewish synagogue. As was his custom, Paul went into the synagogue, and on three Sabbath days, how many weeks is that? Three weeks, right? So three Saturdays, so three or four weeks. On three Sabbath days, he reasoned with them from the scriptures, explaining and proving that the Messiah had to suffer and rise from the dead. Some of the Jews were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, as did a large number of God-fearing Greeks and quite a few prominent women. But the other Jews were jealous, so they rounded up some bad characters from the marketplace, found a, formed a mob, and started a riot in the city. Next, they're looking for Paul and Silas. Next, um, when they heard this, the crowd and the official, city officials were thrown into turmoil. Uh, they made Jason and the others post bond and let them go. Next, as soon as it was night, the believers sent Paul and Silas away to where? To Berea. So how long were they in Thessalonica? Three or four weeks tops. And as they preached, some responded to their message. So can you imagine you're in a hostile environment, the founders of your church have just been kicked out by jealous Jews, you're four weeks into your faith. Right? You're four weeks into this little bitty church. So Paul writes a letter to them. Go to 1 Thessalonians. And I'm going to just bit talk about his experience with them being so short. He says, But brothers and sisters, when we were orphaned by being separated from you for a short time in person, not in thought, out of our intense longing we made every effort to see you. Next. For I wanted to come to you, certainly I, Paul, did again and again, but Satan blocked our way. Next. For this reason, when I could stand it no longer, I sent to find out about your faith. In other words, Paul had no clue whether or not they'd made it. I was afraid that in some way the tempter had tempted you and that our labors might have been in vain. But Timothy has now just come to us from you and has brought good news about your faith and love. <laughs> he has told us that you always have pleasant memories of us, that you long to see us just as we long to see you. Therefore, brothers and sisters, in all of our distress and persecution, we were encouraged because of your faith. And then he goes on to say that they have been a blessing and a testimony to all the other churches in the region. Now, I just want to remind us as American Christians, the problem with the church is never enough money. The early church didn't have enough money. And it's never enough people. The early church had nobody. And it's never the quality of the education of the people they had. They had peasants and fishermen, correct? What they had was the Spirit of God. And what they had was a commitment to each other. So much so that they shared their resources. And out of that, they changed the Roman Empire in 300 years. I know that in times of uncertainty, and I have to remind myself of this, there is utterly not one reason why this church should not thrive. 
There's not one reason. Everything the church needs is already sitting here. This is accelerated. The plan was always to plant multiple voxes. Always. We would just never do it this quickly. And our first move was not Columbus. <laughs> we were thinking more Central County. But um, So I want to hold that out to you. Because if this church is based on a personality, well, then we should close. Because we're just like all the other churches in Orange County. A lot of them. I shouldn't say all of them. If this church is based on the Eucharist and on a commitment to a shared set of values, then this is worth fighting for. We're going to fight for it. Whatever we have to do or spend to make it happen on our side, we will do and spend. We are utterly committed to this happening. Um, it's up to you. So uh, what I thought I'd do is um, I thought we'd take communion after this. And I know it's a bit somber, and who wants to sing songs? So Izzy, Izzy's got some depressing songs ready for us, which is kind of normal. And, um, and, uh, but I wanted to take the Eucharist, because this is what the church is built on. This is what we do. This is why this matters. Uh, there are some things that are happening here that are unique. Um, to church land and um, are worth fighting for. And so um, I, I just want you to know uh, we're going to have some guest teachers. So Ronnie will be here next week. I will be leading communion next week. Then we've got um, Tim Muehlhoff, Carrie. Um, the Eries will be transplanting um, in the next couple of weeks to get bef there before school, which is just brutal. And I mean, we're horrified. So if you're like, hey, this feels impulsive. Yep. This feels really rushed. Mm-hmm. You know? Yes to all of it. Yes. It could be the most ridiculous, dumb thing we've ever done. Absolutely. And that's why it's terrifying. Or, Vox OC will thrive, Vox OH will be created, and, and the kingdom will be expanded in ways that will surprise us. So it's really up to us, guys. It's really up to us. So, the table's going to be open. Prayer requests. Are, uh, are going to be uh, available to be made at the, the wood um, plaques, uh, participation boxes around the room. If you want to text in questions or if you want to email me at mike at voxoc.com with concerns, with questions, with ideas, uh, I'd love to hear what you're thinking. So let me pray and then we'll take the Eucharist together. Sound good? Okay. Hold on. I have an app for that. Hey guys, does that sound good? <laughs> hey, let's take communion, guys. Does that sound good? I have that, I have that app to, uh, to practice my teaching. <laughs> Sometimes that happens, and you've got to be ready for it. Lord Jesus, th at these moments, our theology gets tested. Do we believe you're ahead of this thing or not? Do we believe you 
uh, your church is indestructible and the gates of hell will not prevail against it or not? Do we believe that we are here as consumers or contributors or not? It's at this point our theology gets tested. I pray particularly for those who are fragile in their faith and who are hurt by this and feel like this is just another letdown. Just another letdown. Um, I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would draw near to the brokenhearted and that you would present yourself as so magnificent and beautiful uh, that the, the failings of me, the failings of the human expressions of the church would pale in comparison and not be the most dominant thing in their thinking. Lord, my prayer is this church would grow and thrive. And um, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would put it on the hearts of men and women here to, um, to come or to go. My prayer is that there would be enough who would say that this would continue to grow and push forward and that, that you would grow this church into a flowering expression of what you have for it. And so to that end, Jesus, we take the bread and the cup Again, receiving you, again, remembering you, again, anticipating you, again, making you the center of everything. And uh, as we do that, as we fix our eyes on Jesus, God, may everything else fade away. We love you and we bless you. Amen? Amen.